Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week, we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football and preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, Spurs put six past struggling Leicester with Sun scoring a 13-minute hat-trick. Fulham beat Forest in a five-goal thriller and both City and Arsenal cruise to 3-0 victories. Well, it's been a slightly shorter weekend of football. Well, lesser amount of football, we should say. Uh, but uh, let's talk about it, shall we? Let's talk football. Right then. Here we are. We're back. We're back. Now, obviously, we weren't here last week because there was no football after the death of Her Majesty. Yep. So we thought, well, we'll, we'll do our bit and not be in the way of airwaves. Yes, definitely, yeah. Uh, and also, there was nothing to talk about. There was literally nothing to talk Other than literally Thomas Tuchel. That was about the only thing I think Yeah, Thomas Tuchel was. obviously <laughs> lost his job. Um, but other than that, uh, Graham Potter's now come in. Going on. Yeah. There was more other, other things going on. But we're back this week. Premier League was also back over the weekend. Uh, various tributes as well as good games of football. Indeed. Uh, so, yeah, no... Um, just let's briefly touch on before we get into the games then, because we haven't really because we haven't had a chat about it. Too cool losing his job. Yeah. Uh, surprised, not surprised is sort of my angle on it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean obviously with new owners you would kind of expect if they want to bring in their own man. Yeah. The timing of it seemed a bit odd. But obviously he'd been making noises, a bit like Scott Parker did with Bournemouth been making mm. noises about being unhappy with how transfer activity was going and yeah so yeah they decided to pull the trigger yeah it was an odd one but at the same time they hadn't had and had the best of starts but i don't think they'd been bad do you know what i mean no no as we've been saying they've been plodding along they've been winning games yeah mm. so it's a bit of a surprise but graham potter goes in yeah done a brilliant job with brighton Obviously, this is now a step up. This is a big step up. Big step, yeah. In terms of size of club and what you're dealing with and the games. And the egos. Um, yeah, and he's only really had the Champions League game last week. Yeah. Didn't go well. No, but they didn't lose. No. But we'll see how it goes. Obviously, they didn't... Because I think, actually, I was thinking about this. Obviously, the Liverpool-Chelsea game got postponed. Yeah. But actually, I felt for both of those clubs at the minute who were sort of struggling, they'd have the both, yeah. yeah, they'd have both fancied playing each other at this point. I think. Yeah. Chelsea, you know, Chelsea, will have a, Chelsea will go a month without a Premier League game. Yeah. So obviously, yeah, because we're straight into the international break after this now. Yeah. So, um, well, we are in the international break. We are officially in the international break. So, yeah, no, a bit of a strange one, bit of surprise, but both clubs could have done with that game, but we'll see how they are looking when they get back from international duties. Let's move on to the football then. Uh, let's start with Spurs, you might as well. Yeah. The ex <laughs> excellent second-half performance from Spurs, I think, would be the best way to characterise it. Yeah. Um, we... it, was a, it was a very even game first half, I felt. It was a very even game first half. It, yeah, it was a good very... game in general, and it was, you know, that first half was very, very good. Yeah, if you'd have said to me at half time, bearing in mind it was two all, that yeah. we were going to win six two, I was like, nah, mate, forget yeah, it. You won't believe it. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, Leicester just seemed to fall apart a little bit. Obviously, you were there live, and you're probably going to be biased towards no nah, Tottenham moved it up a gear. Blah blah blah. We did. We did step it up a gear. They made a few errors as well. Obviously, 
for Bentinka's goal, they gave the ball away, you know, on the edge of their 18-yard box. That's a criminal mistake to do that yeah. at any level. Um, and then they just didn't mark Sonny for 14 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and he just went, yeah, I'll have, a f- I'll have a few. I need a oh, few. I'll have a few. They were beautiful goals, considering he hadn't scored this season. Yeah. Some beautiful strikes. Well, once you get the one, then it gives you the confidence then. Yeah, it, I mean, he got the one. Beautiful take on that one. They gave him far too much room for the second one. Didn't bother closing him down. Yeah. He gets lucky with the third one because obviously he got VAR actually gave a decision in our favour, which is like, that never happens. Oh, it does. <laughs> and the goalkeeper should have saved you mean? It, does, it gave you something in your favour. It didn't give the hair pull on uh, Cucurella for Chelsea, did it? You got a goal out of that. That's already happened. Let's go. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. What? We don't, we don't yeah, worry about that's what that. I thought. That's what I thought. We don't yeah, worry about yeah. Don't give us anything. Listen to this guy. But we definitely stepped it up a gear. I think Sun coming on when he did, they were starting to tire Leicester, and yeah, we took full advantage of it. Yeah, I think Leicester's problem is is they have an eleven. Yeah. Beyond and even that, the eleven isn't yeah. as have the quality that it used to have. And then you go beyond that 11 and it, it starts to struggle. Yeah. To be fair, first half, they were very good. Mm. They, they were winning the ball back in midfield. The three of them, and Didi, Tillemans and Dewsbury Hall, were, you know, giving Pierre and Benton Kerr the run around. Patson Dacker was causing problems in behind against Davidson Sanchez and Dyer. Yeah, so the, I feel sorry for Leicester because, you know, they shouldn't have, shouldn't have lost that game 6-2. But it's just the way they are at the minute, just, isn't it? It's yeah, just... if you're not, if you can't, if you don't defend properly in the Premier League, you will get punished by teams who have got players who can hurt you. Yeah, and their confidence at the minute is on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Once they're they not... go three, once they go three two down just after half time, they're thinking, "Oh Christ, not again." Yeah, yeah. It might not even been. It's probably when the fourth one went in. To be honest, it was probably like, "Oh," Here we and go. then the shock factor of the the hat trick coming at them. Just never recovered, and it was just like oh, it was six before they knew it, really. Mm, yeah. But yeah, uh, Leicester going to struggle. Brendan Rodgers going to come under pressure. Do we think? It's a difficult one, you know. Because we've been I, talking I, about I, the... Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the boat as the light. I don't think he he will because I think that the board and the club have already taken the pressure of it. If you know what I mean. Yeah. By saying, you know, we've not funded. We're not given money for transfers this year because we've had to tighten the, belts, the purse yeah. strings, the chart and the belts or whatever. And so they've kind of taken a bit of pressure off Brendan from the fans' point of view. It's just whether... Brendan decides to walk away. Well, not that he walks away, but whether the board think, well, you've still got a half-decent squad there, you should be doing better. Yeah. Obviously, they've lost six on the bounce now. Yeah. Which is probably the first time Brendan Rodgers has ever suffered that as a manager. Maybe a few, maybe Swansea days, maybe, maybe. early Premier maybe. League days with Swansea. But it's a testing time for him. Obviously, as you say, Leicester haven't got the money to sack him, I don't think. You know, he's going to be, it's going to be double figures in terms of the millions he's going to be paid out for the contract he's got left with them. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, does Brendan fall on his sword? I can't see him doing that. But if he sees it so. to the point, you know, if we get to October, November time, and they're still in the same situation. Someone's going to have to do something. Yeah. Because otherwise they are just sliding out of the Premier League. 
Yeah, it's looking that way at the minute. It's, they're struggling. I don't know whether it kind of makes them throw something at it in January, maybe. Maybe. If they think, you know, would spending 15, 20 million, you know, up to 30 million in January be less of a loss for them this season than losing Premier League revenue next year? Yeah. I mean, if they play like they did me. in the first half, they'll win games. Yeah. They were at it, they were on us, they were putting us under pressure, they were trying to hit us on the counter-attack, because obviously as a wayside you do. But it, in the end, it just came to, down to both boxes. That's it. And if you can't defend in one box, and you're not going to score in another. I mean, scoring two away from home is good. It if is, you're conceding six it's not ideal. in your net, it's, yeah, it's not ideal. No. But there we are. So, yeah, that was... Uh, that was... The big, the big result from the weekend, really. But then I want to go to Friday night. I mentioned it in the intro. The Forest Fulham game. Yeah, it was a very good game. Very, very good game of football. Three Obviously goals two... in six minutes from Fulham. Yeah, I mean it was just um, like that turnaround happened very quickly. Before you knew it, it was three-one to Fulham. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it was it was quite end to end at times. There yeah. was chances. From both sides, I think Forest probably a little less creative than than Fulham were, but showing showing some signs. But obviously, both of these clubs have just come up, so you were expecting an even game. Although some Forest fans might say, when you look at the money we've spent, maybe it shouldn't be. No, but then Fulham have adapted to the Premier League better than they normally do. Well, yeah, and that, you know, I think they've invested more smartly. Yeah, obviously, bringing in Willian is a great bit of business. Yeah. yeah. He's got that quality. He's got that little spark that can make something happen. Obviously, he was involved in the second goal. Hmm. And, yeah, whilst Forrest have brought in a number of players, as we've said right from the yeah. start with that, they need them to gel, and they need them to gel very quickly. Yeah, they do, and it's it's taking a bit of time, you know, because these are the games Forrest need to be winning at home. They need to be winning against the likes of Fulham. Yeah, they need to beat the teams that are going to be in and around them probably at the end. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's a bit it's a bit worrying if you're a Forest fan to be losing from one of the teams that come up. As good a, a start as Fulham have had this year, you don't want to be giving up too many points like that at home. No, and that's four defeats on the bounce for Forest as well. Yeah, so not ideal, but I mean, they're not cut adrift or anything or anything like no, that. No, I mean, no, nothing like that. It's just, that's a worrying trend. It is, it is, but there's still time. I mean, they're up there. On four points at the minute, second from bottom only to Leicester. Yeah. We only have one point this season, Leicester. Um, Forest on four, but West Ham are on four. We'll come on to them into a bit. Wolves, are only, Wolves and Palace are only a couple of head, points ahead of them. Um, so, you know, they're yeah, not... It's still they're very now, early days. It's early in the season. There's still plenty more, plenty more to come. Um, but no, it was just, it was just a fairly entertaining goal. The game with some good goals and I just thought that was worth worth a good mention. I think those two clubs will need to. Yeah, Paulinho's goal in particular was a very good goal. Oh yeah, very yeah, that good was a good curling effort good from finish. the edge of the box. Yeah, enjoyed that one. Yeah. Uh, then also on Friday night we had two Friday night games, yeah. which is unusual. But uh, Villa Southampton was the other one that finished one nil Villa, a much needed win for Aston Villa. Yes, they've had a little bit of improvement. 
yeah. before the before the break last week. But yeah, yeah, I think um, Gerard has work, been working them hard in that extra time they've all had. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that was a good a good win at Villa Park. Southampton. We saw bad Southampton. Well, we we uh, indifferent Southampton. Yeah, I wouldn't say they were, you know, they weren't, it wasn't the, we're going to lose 9-0 Southampton, no. was it? Um, but, I mean, they were in the game. They didn't, I mean, they only had one shot on target, I think, so it wasn't the best performance from them. But, you know, you're away from home in the Premier League. They defended well. They had a lot, they had enough of the ball. Yeah. And they just couldn't really just didn't do make inroads. Yeah. yeah, they just really couldn't make any inroads into Villa, who, who have really, really started to improve. Yeah, defensively they were very good, Villa. Yeah. Just need to yeah, score some that's, more goals, I think. I think that's a big difference, though. I think, and that's probably one thing Gerard probably has done is yeah, to just go right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's tighten us up. We might be a bit boring for a little bit while we kind of get used to this. Yeah, make themselves difficult to play against. Yeah. Yeah, and then it becomes a bit easier. Uh, back to Saturday then. Let's let's talk Manchester City. Oh. Easy, easy peasy. I mean, when you score in the first minute. Yeah. 55 I mean, seconds, was it? Jack Greenish tapping yeah. in at the far post. Just went, yeah, thanks for that one. <laughs> uh, Erling Haaland on the score sheet again. Yeah. Nathan Collins, I don't know what he was doing. Oh, mate. That's as bad as a red card I think I've seen for a very long time. It's just bonkers, isn't it? It's just yeah. a, why are you doing that? No need for it. There's no Out need to make that challenge. Because he's... 30 yards from goal. Yeah. yeah Stand him up. out of frustration, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it yeah, is. Yeah, two... yeah, yeah. But it's... I don't know why, you know, you're 2-0 down at home to Manchester, Manchester City. Of course you could be there. So why are you... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what comes over them when they do that. To be fair, they played well with 10 men, Wolves. I think mm. they probably played better with 10 than they did with 11. Well, they just kind of closed up shot, didn't they, a bit? Yeah. And but they were hitting them on the counter-attack a lot more. Yeah. Whereas they were trying to do it before we got sent off, and it just wasn't really working. They didn't really know whether to go long or whether to go yeah. short, and then they were kind of but just they going only had one to try option and then, go over they? the top of them. Yeah, yeah. Ireland will be disappointed. He only scored once. Yeah, that's poor by his standards. Yeah, poor by his standards, but he's happy with his goal. And then Phil Foden wrapped it up to make it three 0 Easy peasy for City that overall. You know, once they've got once they're two 0 up, they've gone down to ten. You know, the team go down to ten men. It puts them in cruise control, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. See what they're like at that point. So yeah, give them a chance to get a few of the young kids out. I think Cole Palmer played, didn't he? And yeah, um, Cole Palmer brought Alvarez on. on. Yeah, Gomez gives them a chance and... to get some minutes yeah. on. Easy peasy. And then the other game on Saturday was Newcastle Bournemouth. That finished one apiece. Um, Bournemouth taking a surprise lead, I thought, at St. James's Park. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, Newcastle absolutely battered them. Oh, there was an instance where it came off the post, it came off the other yeah. post, keeper cleared it off the line. and 20 yeah. shots. Newcastle had 20 shots in that game, and they, they were all over them. And then all of a sudden, Bournemouth take the lead, and you think, oh, no, here we go. Yeah. You know, you must be thinking that as a, a Newcastle fan. I mean, still, how you don't win that game, I don't know. No. Um, but then they get the penalty, and Isaac's able to step up, get another goal. Was it a penalty for you? Club? I think so. Yeah, his hand was away from so. his body. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's one of them, isn't it? Yeah. 
but I think they're always you're always going to get those. I think now. Yes, with with the technology. Yeah. Yeah. Until you're always going to get those until you don't get it. <laughs> I guess. One of those situations in it. Uh, but no, solid, solid game that one. Um, but the way Newcastle just absolutely battered them minute after minute and just couldn't get the breakthrough. That was the story of that one. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was very much, you know, backs against the wall for Bournemouth. Yeah. Yeah. And then they will find this Newcastle. Teams will start doing that to them because they have that threat now with his act down the middle. Yeah. That's it. That's it. They do have that. And Gamara's um, in behind him, obviously, pinging the ball around. At maximum. Yeah. Running around. But and obviously, I mean, Bournemouth, they did. Are, Bournemouth are going to do that away from home. You know. But I think I think from Newcastle point of view though they'll be quite disappointed that they didn't score. Yeah, yeah, because be they should have. They didn't win. Yeah, yeah, they should have scored loads in that game. Um, well, but it wasn't to be. Right then, on to Sunday. Two games on Sunday. Let's start with Brentford Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal going back to Brentford and making up for last year's surprise result. Yep. Exercising the, the demons. Indeed, with a three 0 win this time around. Salaba, Jesus, and Fabio Vieira getting his first goal for his new club. Yeah. Comfortable, so, yeah, solid, comfortable, solid, solid performance from Arsenal. Nothing really. You know, this is what they've been, been like a bit more this year. Um, I saw Gabriel's cheeky little tweet. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw that, where he um, copied, I can't remember who it was in Brentford's team. Was it Ivan Tony? I think, last year, had tweeted it out saying, oh, just an easy little kick around or whatever it was. Yes, yes, I did see uh, that. Yeah. Gabriel comes out and... What's the same tweet out this time around? Salty. I mean, probably, it shows they've been holding on to that all year, doesn't it? Yes. And so, so they wanted to get back. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted, they wanted to get do, back about you? that one. You know, they yeah, were embarrassed yeah. last time they went there. Yeah. You know, no one expected them to lose that badly on the opening night. That's last it. Last season. So, yeah. You know, they got, they got, they got, they uh, give it back a little bit, which is fine. We like it. We like a bit of banter. Yeah. We like it, which unfortunately for you, though, keeps Arsenal top of the table. Yeah, but. Only a point ahead. North London derby to come. Yeah, I'm sure you'll lose that. That'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, it's the Emirates, mate. We probably will. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Arsenal, Arsenal have been very good this year. Other they than really very good, yeah. They nullified Brentford's. Yeah. In terms of you know them trying to play their type of game, they imposed themselves on them Arsenal. That's and it. And I guess other other than the United game, really, Arsenal have been oh, really solid. good this year. Yeah. Been solid so far. But it'll be Arsenal. It'll be the question will come for Arsenal around those bigger games. Yes, this will be the test now because I think they've got us and Manchester City within the next sort of couple of games. Yeah. So, so now it starts to ramp up the pressure a little bit. Yeah, it does. So we'll see how how they react to that really and how they perform in those games because it'll be it'll be the real indication as to where they are. Yeah, definitely. This year. Yeah. Uh, and then the final game of the weekend. Uh, it was Everton West Ham. Yeah. Neil Mope. Gets his first goal for Everton. Yeah. Which is good. And a win again that Everton needed, but equally West Ham needed a result. They did, yes. And and it's just I don't know what's going on at West Ham. I don't know. No, that was they seem to be doing really well in Europe. Yeah. But it's not translating to the Premier League form at all. No, they just they just can't. I I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it with them. It's like the intensity is not quite there as it was last year with them. Maybe that. Yeah, maybe. Obviously, they've got a small squad. We've mentioned this a few times that 
you know, it's not the biggest squad in the world. Well, no, but I mean, there's players that have been in and around the squad. Yeah. yeah Do you know what I mean? It's not as if... It's not like it's 20 new players and... Yeah. yeah. You know, they have, they have brought, you know, numbers in. They just you know. don't seem to be firing. It's no. Just, and no it's... Something doesn't seem right. It just exactly. doesn't seem to be working. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a bit of a struggle. You know, maybe maybe it is a bit of a Mark Noble effect being out of the dressing room. Maybe losing that influence maybe. in the dressing room. Maybe. My work colleague asked me today how long I thought that David Moyes was going to last. So... Uh, I I think he'll be all right for a little bit longer. Like yeah, I said, no one's got really cut adrift. In the bank, isn't he? Yeah, no one's yeah. really cut a grift down there. Um, and he went through phases of this when he had that long spell at Everton. Yeah. Where some years they'd be in the Champions League. Yeah. Conversation, and the next year they're struggling to stay up. Yeah, it's about finding that and... consistency for West Ham. Obviously, yeah, they punched above their weight last season. I think they'll be the first to admit yeah. that as well. That they were, you know, they were. Well, were you know, they did expect... it two years in a row, though, didn't yeah. they? You know. Yeah, but you don't expect them to be a sustained challenger for European yeah. football. But I think they'd expect to have a few more points on the board at this stage of the season. Probably, yeah. Um, for sure, but nothing is guaranteed in the Premier League. Definitely not. Uh, so that was all your games this weekend. United Leeds got postponed. Chelsea Liverpool was, uh, was postponed. Brighton Palace was also postponed. Brighton so, do have uh, a new manager though. Brighton do have a new manager. Um, I don't remember the the guy's name. I'll be honest. Roberto De Bruyne. De Bruyne. We'll go with that. We'll yeah. go with that. Former Shakhtar we'll Nash manager. All right. Well. Good luck in your endeavours. Obviously, I think I saw I saw one statement around it when they said he was. Their number one choice, so yeah. obviously he probably what. So it means he was probably number five on the list. Yeah, but Brighton do have this habit. I mean, they had it with Graham Potter that they go mm. out and find somebody that nobody's heard of. Well, that's it, <laughs> and it actually be quite good by the sounds that's of it. it. He plays the same style of football as Graham Potter does, so they're going for that obviously. continuity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so we'll see how see how they get on. Obviously, yeah. you got a bit of time to work. We've, yeah, he's got well, a few of the players at Brighton. Yeah. So there'll be a few of them still on site training, I imagine, at Brighton. Um and so we'll see how we'll see how he adapts and how he gets on. And it's gonna be a tough challenge though to adapt to the Premier League. But yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. Right. Uh shall we then now have a little look and see what's going on around the world, shall we? I will take you around the world. We start this week. In the WSL, where Rachel Daly scored twice on her debut for Aston Villa as they beat Manchester City by four goals to three. Another one of the England's Lionesses scored twice. That was Beth Mead as Arsenal beat Brighton 4-0. There were also wins for Manchester United, West Ham, Liverpool and Tottenham, which included an amazing strike from Ashley Neville. In Serie A, Monza shocked Juventus and beat them by a goal to nil. Roma lost by the same scoreline as Jose Mourinho was sent to the stands. He he. Udinese continue their great start to the season by beating Inter 3-1. Napoli beat AC by two goals to one, so it was a bad weekend for the Milan clubs. In the Bundesliga, Julian Nagelsmann received the dreaded vote of confidence as his Bayern sides were beaten 1-0 by Augsburg. Union Berlin continued their unbeaten start to the season with a home win against Wolfsburg. In La Liga, it's Hala Madrid as they win the Madrid derby by two goals to one. 
Barcelona beat Elche 3-0 with another two goals from Robert Lewandowski as he settles into life in Spain quite nicely. In Ligue 1, legal Messi scored the only goal as PSG beat Lyon. Marseille were held to a one-all draw by Rennes as Matteo Guendouzi scored in both ends. And finally, speaking of former Arsenal players, that brings us nicely round to the MLS, where Carlos Vela scored twice for LAFC in a 3-1 win over the Houston Dynamos. Wayne Rooney's DC United lost at home to Phil Neville's into Miami. That was the Man United Everton Man United Everton derby in the MLS. It was. And you did you did you like that? That I bookended Neville and Neville. Neville's lots of Neville's. It's almost like this thing is put together. You'd think so. Also, you, you forgot that one of the other Lionesses scored this weekend. Was that Fran Kirby? No, it was Alessio uh, Russo. Oh. Who scored one of the goals for United. Mate, lots of players scored this weekend. Mind you, uh, uh, Rachel Daly's. I don't know which one it was she scored for Villa, but the one was an absolute beauty. Oh, one was, yeah. One was a beautiful strike. Yeah. Yeah. And for United, it was all over first half. I watched the first half of that, and it was 4-0. Oh, yeah. Wonderful <laughs> stuff. Must be nice wonderful to see stuff. a team win a game of football, eh? I mean, it could be worse. could be a Tottenham fan. Right. <laughs> That's us going around the world. Uh, Rooney's struggling in the MLS. I don't know how long he's going to last there, if I'm honest. Not much longer, I wouldn't have thought. I don't, it's going to be... It is hard. But, yeah. Uh, good, good football. Mourinho ended up in the stands... Standard behaviour. Great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's it's just it's Mourinho antics yeah. and it at his best. Yeah. Um Napoli beating AC is a bit of a a bit of a turn around, a turn up for the books, I think. Yeah, as is Monza beating Juventus. That's yeah. a big shock. Big shocker. Yeah. Obviously coming off a high of the uh the Grand Prix last week. Yes. <laughs> right, so let's move on then to Talk about our football manager Wonder Kid. Football manager 2016 Wonder Kid, Donis Avdijaj, is the man we are following this season to see how their career has progressed following their Wonder Kid status in football manager. So, uh, where are we? What's he up so, to? So, he's played two games since we last did an update on Donis. Mm-hmm. He only scored a bloody goal. Yes, in the Europa Donis. League. Is that he our first lose. Wonder Kid goal? Ah. I think it is. I don't remember I think, what he's no, scoring yeah, last I year. don't think the guy scored last year, did he? Yeah, we can't Jan even Luka. remember his name. Jan-Luka. <laughs> Jan-Luka, that's him. Yes, I think. Yeah, that's our first goal. Go on, Donis. But they did Who lose. Did that's unfortunate. They lost to Blondo Glimp. Well, the... you know, he scored, so he contributed, and that's the important bit. He did play at the as weekend as, we're as well in the, um, in the cup. Yep. They lost after extra time. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. But, you know, a goal's a goal. I mean, it's... it's you know, the mark for the season. He's scoring in the big games. Yeah. He just mm-hmm. need, now needs to say to the manager, look, I can score in the big games. I can score in the little ones too, if you let me. That's it. That is it. Uh, obviously, we've got the... Um, so that's a good update for Donis. The England squad has been announced, so let's have a little quick chat about that. 28-man squad... Final Named. one before the World Cup. Final one before the World Cup squad is finally announced. An inclusion for Ivan Tony, I think, is the big news. Yeah, Eric Dyer um, recall. Eric Dyer comes back in. Obviously, Maguire and Shaw are still in there, which obviously has caused some debate, caused for a bit of debate. Confusion, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Calvin Phillips has withdrawn 
injured and yeah. Jordan Henderson has gone into the squad. Yeah. So you kind of get a feeling there around with Southgate that Jordan Henderson may be struggling for the World Cup squad. Because I initially, yeah. I, I automatically thought he was injured when he wasn't in the squad. Yeah, no, he just wasn't selected. And he wasn't selected. Um. So, yeah. Oh, uh, Tamori as well. He's also been called into this this particular squad. Now, I believe it's a 26-man squad, isn't it, this time around in the World Cup? Uh, yes, I believe right? so. Yeah. yeah so, I think they, they've kept the expansion that they put in for the Euros. Yes. So there was no Sancho. Rashford either, but Rashford's injured. Sancho isn't. Um, so that was a decision. Um, so there's maybe th so there's two players in this squad and maybe three or four others with a chance, I'd say. Yeah. Um, of making the squad. So these players here, whoever, no Ben White. No, no Ben White either. No. He'll be one of the ones trying to force his way into contention between now. It's say... going to be very difficult. I think it's going to, if you're not in this squad. Um, through anything other, if you're not injured and you're not in this squad, then I think you're going to struggle to make it, if I'm honest. Yeah, well, you'd there's, say there's, the three goalkeepers are the three that are going to go to the World Cup, barring injury. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I, I think, yeah, between the um, Pope, Ramsdale. And Henderson. The Pickford, Pickford's yeah. injured. Yeah, Pickford's, Pickford's injured. injured. Yeah. So it'll be whether it's Pope or Henderson, really, I would imagine, for the third goalkeeper spot. And so, yeah, I mean, looking on it, it's, uh, it's pretty much what we expected. The Maguire-Shaw situation, what are your thoughts around that? Well, they're not playing for their club. No. So, you know, are they going to be fit enough to play for their country? Obviously, they're not going to be match fit. The question. I mean, I've seen pictures of Luke Shaw lately. He looks ripped. Right, okay. He looks in the best nick I've seen him. Ever in United, but this I think this is like my problem ever. with Gareth Southgate. Now I believe when Gareth Southgate took a, took over the manager of England, mm -hmm. he said that he would pick players on form, not on reputation. But I guess it depends on which form you mean, because for England, yeah, they've always been good. Yeah, they you know sure scored in the in the Euros final. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not. And I'm then, not disputing you know what that. I mean? I'm and it's just... like, for me, for me, I think I think managers who say this this anyway, who international managers that come out and say, oh, I'm gonna, you know, when they first come in and they go, I'm gonna pick players based on you know form and and you know if they're playing for their club, but then when these players come in at a given time and are playing well for you, but then fall out of favour at their club, yeah, that doesn't mean they're gonna play badly for you. No. Going into a tournament or going into internationals, does it? it it's like, yeah. and so I always feel I always feel for managers when they get locked into this because there's twenty six, there's twenty six spots in this in this squad, and he know in 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 his mind, Maguire and Shaw have never let him down. No, no. You know, it's the same goes for Pickford when Pickford was playing really bad for Everton last year. He was still performing for England. Yeah, he kept with him. He stayed with him. Or you know, two years ago, wasn't it before the world before mm -hmm. the Euros? Uh, he stayed with him, and then he turns up and he performs for England. I mean, with our options at left back, obviously Chilwell will be in that position. Yeah, Reese James can play on that side. Trippier can play on that side. Chilwell's not playing a lot of football either. Don't forget at the minute for Chelsea. No, no, because they've um, 
that's been playing. Corella's come through. Yeah. Um, I like the inclusion of Tamori. I think he was probably one I would have liked to have seen around the squad for the world, for the Euros. Yeah. Because I thought that season, that season before the Euros, he was exceptional. It suggests he's going to go with five at the back. I think he will. I think he yeah. will, and I think people have been kind of thinking, "Oh, now nah, he won't. He won't. He won't." I think. I think, I think he will because it got him to a final. It yes. got him to a final at the it end works. of the day, and I think, yeah, yeah, and so he'll he'll stick with it. Um, Ivan Tony, I'm so glad for Ivan Tony. Yeah. I think it, it's he a reward that for him up. and he's for his, you know, scoring record and general contribution last season. Yeah, so I think it's going to be really good. A Brentford player, 83 years since the Brentford player got called up into Something an England like squad. That. Yeah. That's uh, quite the record. I can't see broken. him being in the final 26 at this point, but you never know. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, if you were to look at the, if you look at the forward then, you've got Tammy Abraham, Bowen, Foden, Grealish, Kane, Saka, Sterling and Tony. Yeah. Um, assuming Rashford can get fit and carries on how he has been this season, I imagine he'll be in the conversation. Yeah. Sancho's also in form, but I've just never really thought that Southgate's, Southgate's liked him. Fan. Yeah. Yeah. Or he works for, he works for Southgate in his the way he wants to play. Yeah, which is fair. Um yeah. which is fine. Which is another reason why I don't get oh if they're playing for their club and they're in form or whatever, because yeah. someone can play really well for their club and then you go, Well, he's not really gonna work for me. But anyway, no. that's on a side. Uh Ivan Tony I mean he comes in, scores a hat trick. Yeah. Obviously it'll be yeah, another step be difficult. up for him in terms of the level of player yeah. he'll be playing against. Because... You know, you look at the ones that are in the squad at the minute. Foden, Grealish, Kane, Saka and Sterling. Yeah. They're probably going. Yeah. Bowen. So then, yeah. so then I think you've probably got one more spot. Yeah. Between four players. Maybe not actually. Maybe two more spots between four players if I'm including Rashford. Yeah. In the conversation. Now, I don't think Bowen will quite make the cut. Not this time. No. He hasn't had the greatest starts for West Ham this year. And then I think if Rashford's fit and playing well, I think he'll go with Rashford. Yeah, possibly. Only yeah. only because Tammy and Ivan are very similar types of forward. Yeah. And that's why I think he'll go with one or the other between the two. And I reckon those. he'll go with Tammy. And I think he'll probably go with Tammy as well. Yeah. Experience purely. Well, in a, yeah. In a, yeah, at that level. Midfield, I still look at our midfield and I think, it's not right there, is it? We're short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're short. Because technically, Mason Mount is an attacker, right? Yeah, he's not really going to play as you, one of your sixes, is he? No. In that in the, Obviously, in you've that got Jordan five. Henderson instead of Calvin Phillips. That's a worry for Calvin Phillips. Yeah, he's, he he's might had not a, make it. a rough time. But again, Calvin Phillips, another player who's not really played a he's lot this season. not played a lot for, for City, no. Um, I had a conversation, seen... actually, with someone. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago now, it was just like, oh no, it was last week, saying that maybe he might go for um, either Rice or Phillips with Bellingham going into the World Cup. Yeah, could do. Yeah, he might do that, but I don't think he will. I think if if Rice and Phillips are fit, he goes with those. I think two. he stays. I think he stays yeah. with that because he likes the energy and the the fight yeah. and the know how they give but in the Jude midfield. Bellingham does, but Jude Bellingham as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd prefer a Jude in there because I think, yes, he gives you that, but then he gives you the forward balls. Yeah. He's and got he's more got, about and him. he's got the energy and he's got the... Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to see him kind of move towards... Maybe we'll see 
you know, in these couple of matches, we'll see a move towards huge play because I mean he's been brilliant this season. Yeah. In the Champions League, from what you know, the games I've seen in the Champions League, he's been brilliant. And you would say um, for probably maybe five or six of these, it's probably their last tournament. Yeah. I'm looking at. Um. Well, Jordan Henderson. You'd I'm think. looking at Henderson. I'm looking at Connor Cody. I'm looking at mm-hmm. uh, possibly Kyle Walker, possibly Harry Maguire. Yeah. Sort of are in that category of, you know, you're in your late 20s, early 30s now. You know, next time we come round to the World Cup in particular. Yeah. That's it. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes, really. It's been interesting because there, there are options. There are options available. There are options available. There might well be a wild card to come into it yet. But I don't think so at this stage. No. Yeah, I, and I don't think so at this stage anyway. I mean, you know, we've seen the start of the season. We've had, you know, we're going into these two games and this is it. This is the last chance he's going to have a look, have a chance. If there was going to be, I mean, that's why I think Ivan Tony's in here this time around. Yeah. He wants to have a look at him. Yeah, he wants to have a proper look. Yeah, to get him in training, see what he's like, see how he fits in, see how he trains with the, you know, see how he, you, you might just be a personality thing. He wants to see how he fits in with the rest of the group. Yeah, yeah. Before you know, makes any decisions, but yeah, obviously they're going to have to spend a lot of time together in Qatar. Yeah. They are, hopefully, 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 hopefully we're loads have of to time. Spend six weeks together. Yeah, almost be having Christmas together. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's the England squad. So we'll see how what happens with that. Um, do you want to have a? I mean, have you done any? Prep on fixtures. I have done a little bit of prep on the Nations League. Obviously, the Nations League starts tomorrow and goes right through to next Tuesday. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll take you through the games where the home nations will be featuring, if that makes sense. Okay. So we start with Thursday night. Belgium take on Wales in Belgium. That'll be a tough one for the Welsh. England play on Friday. They take on Italy in Italy on Friday. Northern Ireland take on Kosovo on Saturday at 5. And then there's a home nations clash between Scotland and Ireland on Saturday. Uh, Game on Sunday for Wales as they take on Poland. England play on Monday. They take on Germany. And then we're back to Tuesday again. So, yeah, there's a few games for us to stick our teeth into next week. Right. Well, we'll have a little look at those then next week. See where we all are. England are in danger of getting relegated from the top league in the Nations League. But we'll see what happens It'll be there. fine. It'll be fine, I'm sure. But for now, I guess that's it from us this week. Thank you so much for listening, watching. Um, you can tweet us if you want to get in touch at Let's Football Pod. You can email us at letsfootballpod at gmail.com. Uh, we'll be back next time to go for all the international football. Look forward to next week's Premier League. But for now, we will see you all later. All right. Bye. Bye.